Well, I just got a list of incredible questions from a girl that sent me a message on YouTube and I'm not gonna overthink these. I'm gonna go ahead and just make a video about it right now. First of all, to the girl that asked the question, thank you so much for being transparent about these questions because a lot of these are kind of like personal questions, basically questions about insecurity. And I know for sure that's a huge reason why a lot of girls don't get into this industry. So thank you for being transparent about this because it's been a long time since I started dancing and I don't even remember the kind of questions that I had before I went in. I just knew I was gonna do it because I wanted to make more money and I wanted to have a good life and I figured, you know what, what the fuck, I'm gonna give it a try. So thank you for being so transparent. So here we go. How do you give a proper nude lap dance? That's a very interesting question and the answer I would give to that is the same way that you would give a regular full contact lap dance. Now, not all of the clubs that you work at are gonna be full contact. If you can grind on a customer, I would grind on him. If you can put your boobs in their face, I would do that. What you're gonna have to work around the most is what the rules are. Besides that, you're pretty much free to do whatever you want. And the more you get comfortable doing these dances, I'm not gonna say the more that you're gonna be willing to do, but the more you're gonna be willing to do. And I do not mean in a dirty way, maybe in a dirty way for some people, but for example, I would get down on my knees and put my boobs on somebody's crotch. I wouldn't have done that when I first started, but after a while, you just don't care and you wanna make more money. Right, the more things that you do in a sexy way, and I'm not talking about doing bad shit. You do not, and, and I'm not being judgmental here, bad is relative. I'm talking about things that make you feel uncomfortable. You do not have to do things that make you feel uncomfortable to make a lot of money. The short answer, I would say, it depends on the rules of the club. But the dance, you can do it however you want. And I will say, giving a lap dance to somebody while you're fully naked, is definitely more gross than when you have bottoms on because you don't know where he's been, you don't know what other naked dancers have been on top of him, like you don't know, you just don't know. So something that I would recommend is at the end of the night, when you go home, take a hot shower, counterintuitively, do not use soap on your vagina because your vagina is already acidic and that is what is supposed to burn up bullshit that goes down there, bacteria and whatever whatever else. I will say, add coconut oil though. Wait until you get out of the shower. Do not use soap. Wait until you get out of the shower and add coconut to yourself. First of all, it feels fucking amazing, okay? So you're gonna enjoy that anyway. Uh, and that will take care of any type of leftover bacteria that might be down there. So I would say while you're at work, don't worry about it. Don't freak out about it. I'm a clean fucking freak when it comes to hygiene. I am a clean, I'm a germaphobe, which is another weird thing about me being involved in the strip club industry. And I've never dealt with any problems. So I wouldn't put too much thought into it. I wouldn't let it freak you out because I did it for a long time and I spent way too much time thinking about it being gross and it stressed me out. So don't, um, I wouldn't put too much thought into that because you're gonna be fine. At least I 100% believe that you're gonna be fine. Otherwise I wouldn't tell you that. So uh, the next question is, what if other girls don't like you? My answer to that is that's okay. 
And I would not worry myself about it. If I were you, I would not make friends with the girls that I work with to begin with. Go in, be cordial, you know, smile, whatever. I would go into work with your makeup already done. The least amount of time that you spend in the dressing room, the better. And the reason I'm saying this is because, now this is my experience, okay? This is my experience. This is not necessarily going to be yours. I'm sure there's plenty of clubs that the girls like to work together. So this is up to you. If you want to collaborate, this will be a different story. For me, I worked best alone. I just, I, but I've done most things in my life alone. So I'm used to that. I would say though, to start, don't make friends with the girls that you work with because you're not going to know who's toxic, who you shouldn't be hanging out with and talking to, and who you should. The girls that are broke, that are never making any money, that are negative, that are pessimistic, that always have some kind of excuse or some kind of bullshit to talk about, you need to stay away from them like they have a disease. A disease that can latch onto you and destroy your life because literally it can. Negativity can spread like wildfire. It can infect your mind in ways that are just traumatizing to your life. So when you start in a new club, do not make friends with the girls that you work with until you know who you should become friends with. I'm not saying to make enemies with anybody. Don't make enemies with anybody. You want to be on everyone's good side. Or just neutral. There doesn't need to be a good side or bad side. Just neutral. You guys just work together. You don't necessarily talk to each other. Maybe you'll smile at her while you walk by. That's about it though. Don't You don't have to bother to start a conversation. I don't really know how much further to go into that. But I would say if other girls don't like you don't worry about it. If someone's talking shit about you, that's a different story. So I'm going to say for right now, let's leave that question alone because I've never had... Actually, I did have a girl talk shit about me. I walked into the dressing room at one point, and I've worked at a lot of places, and I've never made enemies with any of the girls that I've worked with. I walk into the dressing room one night, and we had a tiny dressing room, and this girl said something about this big basket that was on the counter that had a bunch of like headbands and stuff in it. I did not know it was hers. My response might have been the same either way, I don't know. It was taking up a ton of space, and we do not have that much counter space back there. And she said something about it, and I said, well, I don't know. I said, it looks like it should be on the floor to me. I said, it's kind of taking up a lot of space back here. And then I turned around and walked out of the room. I did not realize that it was hers. And it was a true statement, and whatever. So I totally disregard it. I'm not thinking anything about it. I didn't mean it in a mean way. I just said it in a, that was what I was thinking about it way. So I go to talk to somebody and I'm sitting down next to this customer and I hear from across the room, hey bitch, what's your name? And I turn over to look at her and I realize it's the girl that I just talked to in the dressing room. And I just turn back to the customer and just start talking to him. I don't look at her. I don't say anything back. I didn't do anything about it, and nothing happened. I knew she was talking shit about me that night, uh, and every time I came back into the dressing room, I got a glare from her, but I just didn't care. I didn't say anything. I didn't do anything. If I had done anything, the if I did anything, I don't recall doing anything about this, but if I did anything, I'm sure the only thing I would have done would have been walked up to her later and been like, hey, I didn't know that was your basket. I didn't mean it in a mean way. If I said something to her, that would have been the only thing that I said to her. So I would say don't worry about it. Don't put too much attention on it. You know, if you can, go ask them, why don't you like me? 
in a very non-attached way. Ask, did I do something to upset you? Or is there a way that we can squash the anger that it seems like you have towards me? Am I right in thinking that you don't like me for some reason? If you say anything at all, if she makes it really obvious that she doesn't like you, ask her why. In a very non-attached way, her opinion of you does not matter. It really doesn't, especially if she's judging you for no reason at all. If she doesn't like you and you don't know why, she's probably just made up some shit about you in her mind. As a matter of fact, there was another girl. I was giving a dance to a customer and it was on the floor and I don't I don't recall this at all. But that night when I was leaving, the guy that drove us to our cars because we didn't park in the same parking lot... He goes something about, uh, I don't even remember her name, ha- uh, Haley. She, he said something about this girl, Haley, um, that she didn't like me. And I was like, who the fuck is Haley? And he goes, he goes, oh, it's, you know, the blonde girl. He goes, she said that you gave her stank eye. And I was like, who the fuck is Haley? I was like, I have no idea who you're talking about. And he goes... The, the super pretty blonde girl, he goes, when you were, when you're giving, when you were giving a dance, he said you gave her stank eye. And I go, I don't know who she is. I said, I don't have any problem with anybody here. I said, if, if she thought I was giving her stank eye while I was dancing for a customer, it's because I was zoned out and I wasn't even paying attention to where I was looking. She just happened to be in my line of sight. So you never know who's going to make up stuff about you that they might think is legitimately true. So don't worry about other people's opinions. And if anything, just go ask them, hey, what's what's up? What happened? I didn't, you know, if there's a problem, like, like there's no reason why you need to come across as a hard ass in a strip club. There's no reason, you know, nobody's going to bully you. And if somebody starts to bully you, I would, first of all, I would ask them what the deal is in a very non-judgmental, non-attached way. And then if they still are a bitch, go tell management. And if nobody will do anything about it, try not to work the nights that she works or go find a different club because chances are there's probably plenty of clubs and if I were you, I would look at it as a blessing because maybe there's a way better club for you to go work at. So that's my advice on that one. How much do you usually pay the DJ, the house mom, and the bouncer? All of that varies and they will give you an answer to that when you get to the club. Most clubs have a base house fee that you have to pay and sometimes that covers your DJ, house mom, and bouncer. Sometimes it doesn't. So DJ, from my experience, has ranged from $10 to $20 or a percentage approximately of what you make for the night. Uh, house mom, I would say normally is anywhere from 5 to 10 $7 maybe. And then the bouncer, that also is totally random. It really depends on the club that you work at. A good price for a lap dance also depends on the club that you work at. They can range anywhere from, I'm sad to say it, but $10, and that's usually an air dance, which means you literally dance in front of your customer. You don't touch him at all. You don't lean over him. I mean, you can lean over him, but you're not doing anything. It's a waste of time. It's a complete and utter waste of time. Do not offer people floor dances or air dances. You can flat out be like, listen, your money would be way better spent if you came with me. So 20 is an average, sometimes 25. If you're at a nude club, maybe 30. It That also varies a lot. I would not work at a club where they where you give a nude lap dance for less than $25. When I worked in 
LA, I would do nude lap dances for, I think it was 40, and the club would keep 15, and that pissed me off. So, and then when I did $25 regular dances, the club kept 10 of it, so I made $15 on that. I fucking hated that place and the owners. It was awful. So, how do you go about doing a good lap dance was your next question. Well, I'm gonna make a video on that. That might take a little while, but I'm gonna make a video on that, but the thing I would say for right now is move with the music and pretend like you're an actress that is super sexy. Just pretend like you are an actress and your role is just to be sexy. Let go of any of your self-identity, like of any kind of idea of if you don't find yourself sexy, and a lot of girls have a lot of self-esteem issues, let that go. When you go into a strip club, you are a different human being. You are 100% full out an actress. Pretend like you're Marilyn Monroe. Give them this fantasy idea of who you are. And it's this super sexy, put your head down, look at them from under your eyelashes, tilt your head, play with your hair. When you're leaning over them, put your chest in their face. Even if you don't have big boobs, rub the side of your body, caress yourself. Just fucking play all out. Just go for it and play all out. And you'll realize what works for you. Maybe super sexy isn't the way to go for you. Maybe it's to play the playful, childish kind of... I know a girl that was... Oh man, how could I describe this chick? She was bossy. She would come up to people and take their belts off of them and she would put it around their neck and pull them to go get a dance with her. This girl was wild. So you can find out what works best for you, but I would start off with sexy because I think it's the easiest way to get a sale. Now you might realize that that doesn't work for you or it's not your thing, but the good thing about this is every single customer is a new person that you're probably never gonna see ever again. So you can practice with all of them. You can just play. You're just acting. So just act. The next question is what's the difference between California strip clubs compared to other states? So I've worked in quite a few places and again, it's the laws that vary. It's the laws that change what you can do and can't do. For example, at the club that I worked at in San Francisco, on stage I couldn't take off my top and walk over to the side of the stage and put my boobs in a customer's face to get tips. You can't do that. You can't take off your top and go over and talk to a customer. You have to stay in the middle of the stage. Uh, I don't even know how to answer this question. It's really just about rules and the club, the individual club. It's all the same stuff with a bunch of little different comparisons. That's it. I'll give you a better answer to that if I come up with a better answer. Or if you have more specific questions about it, ask that and I'll get a more specific answer to you. What are some of the best songs for stage? I would say the answer to that is what makes you feel sexy and what makes you feel comfortable. If you dance well to, or if you feel the most comfortable dancing to house music, dance to fucking house music. If you feel the most comfortable dancing to slow R&B, do that. If you feel the most comfortable dancing to hardcore rap, do that. Do whatever makes you feel the most comfortable. If it's country music, go for it. Move with the music, though. And keep in mind, some clubs won't accommodate you with the kind of music that you want to listen to. 
So in some cases, you just need to get better at just moving with the music no matter what it is. Just work with whatever it is. Something that would make me feel more comfortable, if I was on stage and I was dancing to a super shitty song and there's not really, you know, I mean, there's plenty of girls that just know, man, there's, how, how, how do you move to this? Say it to the customers at the stage while you're up there. Make fun of it. Be like, how could I dance to this song? Or, or they play the best music for me. Don't you just love this music? I mean, you know, just make something up and make a, make a joke out of it so that they know she's having a difficult time moving to this. So if you feel uncomfortable up there, it'll kind of break your discomfort by vocalizing that you don't know how to dance to this shit. Like, nobody can dance to it. So, and there's probably someone that can dance to it, but you, you probably get what I'm saying. Okay, your next question is, what if a guy insults you in the middle of or after a dance? I would say walk away. I mean, you have no reason other than money, which is the only reason you're in there anyway, to stay with a customer. I've gotten up and walked out of plenty of dances. I mean, I can remember sitting down with this one Indian kid who was, I mean, he just, his eyes were way too bright and bubbly. And the second the song started, he reached out his hands to touch as much of me as he possibly could. I grabbed my clothes. I said, nope, not today. And I turned around and I walked away. I was like, fuck this. This is not worth it. Some people are just not going to be worth it. It's not worth the disgust. It's not worth the thinking about them later. It's sometimes it's just not worth it. So if someone insults you, fucking leave. I mean, if they insult you after the dance, still get paid. If they insult you in the middle of the dance, if they're like, no, I don't, I'm not really feeling this or whatever, I would crush it right there and be like, okay, well, would you like me, you know, would you like to just stop? And you could say and just pay for half of the dance and just go with that. You know, at least you're still going to make something. Um, and if he says no, just, just walk away. Don't think about it. Don't dwell on it. It's just a numbers game and that person does not matter. Okay, they don't matter. Do not let it get to you. Brush it off. Quit thinking about it. Don't worry about him. There are going to be plenty of people that love you. Forget that guy. Think about it from your perspective. There's lots of guys you don't like, I'm sure, right? There's also probably plenty of men or boys or whatever that you do like. Maybe not sexually like, but like as a person or human being or whatever. So don't worry about it and uh, just brush it off. Forget that it happened. Don't ever think about him ever again. My opinion on making friends at the strip club is what I talked about earlier. I would not make friends with people at first. I would wait and see who you actually want to be associated with. Making friends at clubs, making friends in general, is weird. It's not like dating. It's not like you commit to something and then you see it out until you break up. Making friends is kind of like a, it's like you can't break up with them. You know, it's weirder to tell a friend that you don't want to be friends with them anymore than it is to tell a boyfriend that you don't want to be your boyfriend anymore. So choose the people that you surround yourself with wisely because it can be very uncomfortable to quote unquote break up with them later. So wait and see who you want to be with, who you want to be friends with, and then, and then start talking to them. And then your last question is, what if the other girls start talking about your figure? If other girls are talking about your figure, that to me is a sign that that is, you know, to just 
not be around those people. Don't think about them. Try to avoid them. Honestly, I've just never seen that before. I I haven't. I, I can't say I've ever seen that before. I mean, I worked with one girl in SF that had a gigantic booty. I mean, gigantic, gigantic. She had to have had that installed. There's no way that was natural. And she also had gigantic boobs. I never heard anybody talk about it. Other customers did. Customers would say something about it. I would not engage in that conversation, though. Don't make fun of other people's bodies. That's just, it's fucked up. So don't do it yourself. And if someone else is doing it about you, honestly, I would just feel sorry for them if I were you. I wouldn't worry about it. I would just be like, well, if that's all they have to think about, then, you know, I hope that they do okay in life because that's a waste of time. It's a waste of thought process. It's, you know, whatever. Don't let other people's opinions of you affect your life like that. If they're negative or stupid like that. Don't, don't, that's completely unnecessary. Okay, that's all. So thank you for your questions. I just did an interview with somebody that works at a hustler club. That's a hella long interview. And he told me that he recommends this podcast to other girls that are brand new and starting. And he talked about a lot of the different questions that they have about starting off as a new dancer. And man, I just forgot about all the questions that girls can have as newbies getting into this. So this is something eventually I want to make possibly make my livelihood out of and not out of you. I just want to help you. But I want to figure out a way to actually make money off of this somehow, some way. Because I like helping you guys. I like getting the feedback from y'all. I like knowing that I'm doing something that can help you. Because I wanted to do this while I was still dancing constantly. But I just didn't have the energy for it. I wasn't in the right mental space to make money and to help. So that's it. Thank you so much for all the questions. If anybody else has any questions, please feel free to ask me. I really am here for you. I don't know if you guys have realized this yet, but I've answered every single question from any female that I've gotten a question from if I'm knowledgeable on it. Even if I'm not, I still answer. This is a very unique industry and I can completely understand feeling a little bit self-conscious maybe about asking. If you are self-conscious about asking a question, you can email me and I can get back to you on there. You can email me at strategicstripping at gmail.com and I will be more than happy to get back to you. I have a Facebook group that I'm going to start being more active in and it's kind of weird to get in there though because it's a secret group so you have to go to another page first and fill out some questions and then I move you over into this other group because it's a private group so you can't find it but if we're not friends on Facebook I can't move you over I can't invite you without us being friends so if you didn't want to be connected with me on Facebook because you don't want people to know you're talking to a stripper then you've got to give me your email and I put it on there it's still really confusing though because I don't know how to describe what I'm trying to tell you I'll put it this way if you want to get into that group send me a friend request on Facebook and after I move you into the strategic stripping group, then you can unfriend me if you want. So then you'll be in a stripper group, a private stripper group, and no one will know that you're in there. And then you can unfriend me from Facebook and you'll still be in the group, but no one will know that you're friends with a stripper. If any of that matters to you, I don't know. Anyway, take care for now, you guys. I hope that you have a fucking awesome day and I will talk to you soon. Bye.